the hottest sports news, the hottest sports takes with the hottest sports dudes. It is live from the 815. Episode 24, live from the 815 podcast. It's the usual. It's me. It's Jake. Um, you know what? I'm not even going to say the last names because you, you should know by now because we're world famous. Yeah, we're really, we're catching like wildfire. Wild, and uh, probably not the best thing to say right now, but all right. <laughs> well, you know, that, that clearly is, you know, very fast. But uh, you want to start with the MLB's version of The Bachelor? Seems to be down to its semi-finalists. Okay, so Jake's saying this because before we started recording, we were talking about what we wanted to start with, and we're, we changed things up. We're starting with baseball this time, and we're talking about the, how do you say his name? Show, Shohai Otani. Shohai Otani sweepstakes, and we were going through all these tweets and reddits and looking at all the rumors, and Jake said for real, without being for content, wow, this is so fun, this is like The Bachelor. <laughs> well, I don't watch The Bachelor. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you never. don't. I mean, I, I would check it out. I just have never. Uh, <laughs> it's for a friend, but I would totally to do it. You know, I'm, this isn't my weed. It's just for a friend, but like, yeah. I would totally do it. <laughs> I would, you know, I would watch The Bachelor if it was on. But it's um, something that I'd like to do. It's it's been just as entertaining as, or it's it's just as captivating for baseball fans. He's been narrowing his list down. I believe it was at like it was at fifteen s- teams, it was at fifteen like and seven, and now it's down to. The rumors are it's down to three. Yes, we have we have recent rumors that the, there's two obvious favorites uh, are the Mariners and the Angels because they have both just made deals to get more international signing pool money. So they traded prospects for money, and now they can pay Shohai a little bit more money. And the other team that might still be in it is the San Diego Padres. You know, against all odds. So, uh, it, you know, it's really shocked me as well. Like, Otani has not been predictable. You know, kicking the Yankees out in the early rounds of his decisions. Yankees yeah. and Red Sox and Mets. Yeah, he said no East Coast right which, away. Which is which awesome. Is, that is awesome. Having, I like Having these three teams in it is fun. It's way better than having the usual... Unless it's the yeah, Cubs. the Angels, Mariners, and Padres. This guy's not looking to win, you know, to just ride someone's coattails. He seems to want to uh, lead an, an entire organization, you know? He's yeah. not worried about who's around him, it seems. I mean, if he's still interested in the Padres and the Mariners, he's not clearly not interested in who's around him. So, for those of you who don't know um, who Shohai Otani is, he is a Japanese superstar plays baseball, he's a pitcher, and he's a hitter. He's he's like a 2-5 ERA guy, and he can hit 300 at the plate. So Yeah, I mean, they're projecting that he can do both. He's also, uh, he's got a lot of pop. He's hit like 50 home runs a year in Japan, and he's also been clocked as he would be one of the fastest people in the MLB. His time from uh, home to first was a little bit slower than Ichiro's time was in his prime. Just so, like a tick slower. So he's he's all this over in Japan, so he gets and he wants to pitch and hit. So he gives you depth 
at two two spots, one roster spot. The international signing rules this year are much different than normal, so it's, it's a ton that's cheaper. That's a bidding war. Yeah, it's so much cheaper now to get him. So that's why he's the such White a hot commodity. The White Sox got the last one. We paid three hundred million for our uh, international <laughs> yeah. signing. So, but um, if you if you're asking why he he's down to these teams, uh, the Mariners owner is the creator and owner of Nintendo, so it's a huge Japanese uh, influence there. The Angels, I don't know. I really don't really know why the Angels. Maybe are he up. likes Angels in the Outfield, the movie. Maybe he's a huge Donald Glover and early. Um, <laughs> Joseph Gordon-Levitt guy, huge, huge fan of the movie. And then the Padres have been partnering with his Japanese team for years, and he's actually worked out in Arizona at the Padres uh, facility for spring training the last few, uh, couple of years. So he's got two connections, and then he just lo- and then he's just a sucker for a good movie. So <laughs> sucker for classic baseball movies. I don't know why. I don't know if you've seen Field of Dreams. I hope that was in the White Sox packet, but. Uh... That didn't seem to convince him. The Cubs were in the running for, they were one of the last seven teams, and we're just finding out. You know, we're not even, it's not confirmed that the Cubs are out of it yet. But uh, I think the Cubs' main arguing point would be, hey, Joe Madden is psycho enough to actually let you pitch and hit. You know, he's he's a guy, he's literally thrown pitchers into the outfield before. He would love this guy. God, yeah. But uh, I bet Joe Madden was just, like, Hard as a rock when he realized that that Otani could have been a Cub. Yeah, I'm sure he was so excited. Oh, the versatility! Oh, oh my God, think of all the kooky packages that I can I can toss him in. I am gonna play him every position, but mostly rotate him at second base with Javier Baez and Zobris. I was talking about it with um, with Jack Connors, who was our LA expert. He's out there working for the man himself, Scott Boris. And me and Jack were talking. If say the Cubs sign Otani, if you're the Cubs, would you trade Otani, Schwarber, um, and then like Ian Happ or Baez, and then like a minor leaguer for Mike Trout? I mean, yes. <laughs> I would yes, do it in a heartbeat. Anybody out there thinks that's dumb? Then you are such an idiot. <laughs> I would. <laughs> I would. Your give, opinion is. Then, then you shouldn't even watch sports because you're a fucking moron. I would give up I mean, Otani, yeah, I... Schwarber, Baez, um, and then like Albert Almora, and then like two minor yeah. leaguers. <laughs> and that, that's not even – I wouldn't even think about that. No, yeah. I would – yeah, absolutely. If you can add Trout as long as you don't give up Chris Bryant, Rizzo. Contreras. Contreras. Think about that pretty murderer's much row. Like, you know – in playoff games when it's like the bottom of the eighth or bottom of the ninth inning in a tie game, and it's always like their two, three, four, five hitter coming up. Imagine yeah. getting the Trout, Bryant, Rizzo, Contreras coming up in a, play, in a tie playoff game. Yeah. Like right now it's really, you know, the Cubs, you really have to worry about Rizzo, Bryant, and then sometimes Contreras. And honestly, Bryant has, you know, is streaky. So if he's in his cold streak, you know, you, you, you got, the Cubs could really use someone ultra-consistent. And Mike Trout, I, I don't even want to call him consistent because he's, like, he's literally perfect. he's, like, the greatest player of all time. He's the perfect baseball player, and he's stuck on the on the freaking Angels, the Los Angeles it, Angels of Anaheim, the stupidest Angels name. Angels are trying. They have uh, Angels and Simmons now, the shortstop, who Simmons, actually have, like— they have, they have Upton again. They traded for him last year. 
Pools yeah. still does well. He just gets paid too much. And then you toss in Otani, and now the Angels are finally cooking, which is cool. Yeah, I, I would like Trout to see in the Angels playoffs, get Otani. I would really like him to be on the Angels, just so Trout, because I want Trout to get some uh, get some playoffs. Get something, run. God. When people ask, would you rather Bryce Harper or Mike Trout? It's ridiculous. Oh, that's a dumb question. I mean, yes, it's obviously Trout, but I mean, would you rather have Bryce Harper or like Giancarlo would be the question, and that's a little tougher. You know, Bryce yeah. Harper for the age, probably, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the, the Harper-Trout comparison is, like, in my opinion, asking the like LeBron, LeBron's... Kevin Durant. Yeah, I like, agree. Durant Absolutely. is easily the second-best player in basketball, but LeBron is going to carry a team every single year to the finals by himself. Exactly, exactly. I mean, not including age. Yeah, I agree that uh, Le- LeBron does it all. Kevin Durant is, a, like, a super good scorer. And that's a good comparison to Bryce Harper and Mike Trout. Because Trout does absolutely everything perfectly. And uh, Harper's a little more flash than, uh, you know, substance. So, so since, since we brought up uh, Giancarlo Stanton, the rumor right now is that his trade uh, wins are looking towards the San Francisco Giants. The, the deal that I saw, if it's real and the Cubs miss out on this kind of deal, I'm going to punch Theo in the face. I don't think, you know, you can't blame Theo. I'm sure Theo's throwing some uh, I'm t- some adequate offers. First of all, the Cubs also don't have any prospects of any well, here's, worth here's other the than tra- Major well, League. Well, the reason that I'm saying that is because the trade that I've seen on like 10 different sites in the last two days is, yeah. is, is from the Giants. The Giants are giving up Joe Panic, their second and third best prospect who aren't in the top 100, so they're they might be like 110, 120, yeah, but they're not top really level. not even interesting. And then Giancarlo, is, is, he has a $290 million left on his contract, and the Giants said that they'll pay 250 of it. So that's the huge thing right here. And if the Cubs don't just dig deep in their pockets and say, we'll do 260, and we'll give you Baez and two prospects, and then take yeah, 260. But the, but the problem there is the Cubs also have to get rid of Hayward then. <laughs> you know, they... They would almost have to. And how are you going to get rid of Hayward um, because of his contract? You know, you'd have to literally give him away for, like, nothing if, you, if you're trying to shed the money. If you can. You know? But the thing is, they you have money. also have a huge hole in your pitching staff that's going to cost a pretty penny. So adding this huge contract with Hayward's, with the pitchers, you know, maybe multiple pitchers. That's why they're not doing it, but I want to see Big Dick Stanton in Wrigley. He's going to hit 75 home runs a year if he plays 82 a year in or 81 a season in Wrigley. Think about that. Yeah, I, I could. I'm, I'm thinking about it, and yeah, I can, I can see why that's God, damn. You dream of that, but uh, I don't know. I could see the Giants just getting him, maybe making like one run. But just absolutely going down in flames after that, like their franchise falling to Padres level, because they have a ton of guys who are about thirty to thirty-two right now. So that's why I, that's why I would do it. That's why I would do it right now. You get the most out of these guys. You have Stanton for like forty-five more years. <laughs> yeah. So the rumor is either that that trade to the Giants or a trade to the Dodgers. Haven't seen any any uh, Dodgers rumors, but. Stanton grew up a Dodgers fan, and Stanton has to um, approve the trade himself. So that's that's why Dodgers are still in it. But that's that's the update on Giancarlo. 
One more update in baseball that I thought was hilarious. I've, I've been thinking about this all day for some reason. Rafael Palmero, the 51-year-old, who is who is now off the Hall of Fame ballot, wants to make a comeback. Yeah, well, he was also the guy who, uh, if you don't remember, he was. You may have you've probably seen his face testifying that he didn't take steroids. Uh, to the Supreme Court. He pointed at yes. him with his, with his finger and said, I have never done steroids, period. Yeah, he, he was very poignant about it. But, and, uh, then and then later, like five months apologized. later, he failed the test for steroids. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's hilarious that he wants to come back at the age of 53 because he honestly looked old when he was like 25. Yeah. You know, like this guy, yeah, he looks, he looked beat up back then. I couldn't, I couldn't imagine him playing now. He said that he wants to make a comeback, and prove that if he... Yeah, if you Google Rafael Palmeiro, the first picture that comes up is that finger picture. <laughs> he said that he is, quote, very confident he can come back. If I can come back at such a young or at such an old age with an old body, then everyone will know that I did not take any performance enhancers on purpose. So, so he's still sticking with his story then. Good for him. It sounds like he's literally just doing this to come back. And say, yeah, oh, I, did not I mean, the, I hate, I hate World Series, or I'm sorry, not World Series, uh, Hall of Fames. I hate Hall of Fame voters now. They're all kind of dickheads. Like, are you gonna bar all steroid users? It looks you like kinda, it. You've, you've kind of are. I think they've let a couple in. The only one not. that is like fully connected is Berkman. Yeah, and. Uh, but they're keeping guys and out. Piazza like, sorta, but he was never t- positive. Yeah, uh, I agree, but I don't know. It just annoys me because are you going to keep Bonds out? Or are you going to keep uh, Clemens out? Are you going to keep trying. all the? Because sooner or later these guys are going to get in, and then all the guys who didn't get in before them are just screwed. Because like sooner or later people are going to start being accepting of this thing, or maybe this entire era. Will try to be forgotten, but that's I don't a, see that. That's the whole point, or that's the whole goal that the MLB's trying to do is just make sure that nobody remembered the steroid era, even though that's the freaking era that saved baseball. Everybody yeah, was doing. They're it. trying to hide like their golden era. <laughs> like baseball was on the downward spiral, and then '98 comes around, and they're back in the main. Like they were still baseball, but they got popularized there was again a by the whole strike, and people were barely. Yeah, it was baseball was incredibly unpopular, You're especially because there was a strike, and then Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire saved it by uh, sticking a lot of needles in their butts. You know what's crazy is I I uh, looked that year up. Griffey hit like fifty eight. Nobody ever talked about that. He was, <laughs> no he, was he was like right there with him until like mid September or like mid August. That's I mean. not fair because he never juiced and he could have really used some. <laughs> God, I wish he did. <laughs> oh my god, dude! He would have hit eight hundred homers. The fact that he was not a unanimous Hall of Fame member is a joke. Yeah, I'm telling you, all Hall of Fame. I mean, look at the NFL's Hall of Fame. That's even more of a joke. I don't even know if I want to get into it, but they're not. They're not going to put in Terrell Owens, and they're thinking about not putting in Randy Moss, not because they did drugs, because they were bad teammates. Yep. Like fuck you, old fucks. Just well, die off already. Well, this year, on the, on the ballot, they have Randy Moss, Ter- uh, Terrell Owens, and now Isaac Bruce. Well, not now. Bruce is there first. But that's like two, three, four on the all-time list. Yeah, all the bullshit. You know, and it, the, the, hip, the hypocrisy of it all. 
because I can I would almost guarantee that half of the people in the Hall of Fame are terrible people if you if they knew about it back then. You know, like uh, all the guys from the 50s and the 60s, how many of them beat the shit out of their wives? You know, sure and now because Terrell Owens was a dick to teammates, we're going to keep him out because we have such a pristine Hall of Fame over here. Actually, you know? Warren Moon today was just accused of sexual assault. There you go. Even though I, that sucks because I like Warren Moon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I liked him. I had no reason to like him. I, I didn't know him, but now he's a sexual predator, so... Keep on adding to that list. <laughs> I, I have to stop looking at the news. Uh, you see Hyde is like a rapist. From 70s show? Yep. That's not good. No, that sucks real bad. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of my favorite stuff is getting ruined. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that new uh, Kevin Spacey movie is still coming out, and it looks interesting. Is it really? Well, yeah, he's also completely, like, an old man. Like, he's CGI, like, makeup into it but being still, like, an old man. But still, like, how the fuck are you releasing... He had a Netflix movie that was canceled. That had, like, yeah, hundreds I, of well, millions of dollars. Yeah, well, done. It. it was just literally being edited. And you know how unfair that is to all the people who worked on it besides him? You know, people's careers. This is, like, you know... Yeah, it sucks, This could but... be the breakout moment of a lot of people's careers. That sucks. Maybe just don't give them money from it or it something. Sucks, but... I, I feel I feel really bad for him. They're making money. I just got a, a letter in the mail for my student loans, so I'm not making that much money. So yeah, you <laughs> oh. never, and you never, you're not a sexual predator. No, I'm not. Thank you for clearing so. that up. Yeah, Kevin Spacey should give all his money to everyone who's not a sexual to predator. To me, Kevin, <laughs> me. You really <laughs> fooled me in Usual Suspects, and since then I haven't been the same. Yeah, Seven is like my favorite movie of all time. But I feel like the character he plays in Seven is is his real life person. <laughs> you know, that, that's a good point. You know, maybe that just makes that movie even better. I have to watch that again. If you think about it, all of Kevin Spacey's roles are all the weird fucking people roles. Yeah, he has like a th- he, sexually deviant. He has like a three way with his um with his uh yeah. social or fucking secret Security. service guy. Yeah, in, that was crazy. In House of Cards, and then he's a oh, murderer in Seven, and he's also a murderer in Usual Suspects. And he's a freaking pedophile in American Beauty. How did how did nobody see this coming? <laughs> <laughs> I would like to be uh, <laughs> only cast as pedophile and murderer. All right, guys. So people have probably talked about this before, but me and Jake are just realizing now. <laughs> Kevin Spacey's a fucking creep, and it should have been obvious the whole way. So, <laughs> and I really want to see the movie Baby Driver. Have I you seen that? I've never wanted to see it. No? No, I'll pass. I heard it's really good. I, it I think, could be. Yeah. That's just not my kind of movie. I heard Kevin Spacey's funny in it, and now it's just ruined. So, like, the whole thing that I would want to watch it is the is the comedy. I just love Ansel Elhort, the guy from uh, The Fault in Our Stars. Oh, my God. What did you just <laughs> he's say? Really good. Dude, it's a good... Uh, he's, a, he's just a really good actor, and he's also a musician, and... No, I, I, I like... You should check. You should check out that movie. I, I'm gonna Honestly, check I'll, I'll, I'll probably like it. Goodness. I like. I like a good chick flick. Another good. No, it's Baby Driver. He's a. No, I thought. Player. I thought you were talking about A Fault in Our Stars. Oh, oh yeah, no, that's a good movie too. But another movie that Kevin Spacey is clearly a psychopath in Nine Lives. He I've plays never seen a cat. That. I haven't seen it either, but that's the one where he what? literally <laughs> plays a cat. God damn <laughs> like it! Like a, a live action cat. So Kevin Spacey, you're officially a weirdo. We just we just made it official. 
Well, they got stamp. it. Well, finally. That was my weirdo stamp, and you're stamped a fucking weirdo. Yeah, but. that's you get for being in a movie called Nine Lives about a person being sucked into a cat. So uh, that's all. So speak. That, that's all of our baseball news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you want to jump into uh, the NFL then? Yes. Why don't we? Yes, uh, I. Um, I officially am going to declare that the Packers are going to make the playoffs. <laughs> I don't know, but it's sure looking a lot more exciting. Rodgers back to practice, looking like he could play as early as early as possible, which is the Carolina game in uh, week, 15. week 15. So next week. See, yes, we just had to win one more game. Or two, two weeks? Just one. Just one more game, and it's versus the Browns. For the Packers. So I've, and then I've been saying this since since Rodgers went down. All you guys had to do was win three of, like, five games, I think. Or not, not five, like three of seven. Something like that. Yeah, I think we still need a little bit of help, though. Uh, well, we I, need, I think I if think, you if you go 10-6, and six, you're looking pretty gosh darn good there. Yeah, there's a good chance, but we still need a – yeah, even if we do go 10-6. and six, But there's also still a chance that the Vikings could lose out and we could win the division, <laughs> which would be amazing. But uh, that's a very you know, Viking. It sounds thing to ridiculous, do. but let's not let us not forget that the Vikings were five and zero last year, and have finished at what eleven and five or five and eleven. I mean, they <laughs> so, were five and eleven last year. They were. They completely fell. I thought off they were the like rails. seven and nine or something, or eight and eight. Maybe let me look at their uh, their record. But I, while you do they, that, I will officially declare that Aaron Rodgers is a bitch. How's that? <laughs> I, I don't disagree. Okay. Well, how about that, kids? We disagree and we're still friends. <laughs> we can we can all work together. But, uh, yeah, you can talk about how the Bears lost uh, to yeah. Robbie Gold by himself. Robbie Gold comes in, scores uh, 15 points as a kicker. The Bears come in, they score 14 points as a team. Seven of those were luck. It was... Uh, Tariq Cohen pulling a Devin Hester, running all all over the field, back like forty five yards, breaks a breaks one little move there, and he's off. And the Bears are not that good. Um, <laughs> John, Fo- like, I get it that that the roster isn't good, and the team isn't good, and we're rebuilding. Get John Fox out of there. You know the team. It it they just don't look good ever. Bad teams can still look competitive. These guys don't look competitive. Like the defense is good, and that's it. Yeah, I agree. It's I. I mean, John Fox has got to go. I mean, he's the Bears to. have. They haven't made any strides since he's got there. In fact, they've pretty much only gotten worse. His record is so bad. It's so yeah. bad. I so, mean, you, you see fans in the stands wearing Firefox shirts all the time, which is funny. Yeah, the the, uh, the, the internet company Firefox came out and said if you want to hold one of our signs, we will help you get the message out there by tweeting you. They so. also sent fans t-shirts and signs. I saw one guy got sent a sign, He's like, and it was like five feet by four feet. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I don't think I can bring this into the game. <laughs> this is fucking massive. <laughs> so, uh, so, I don't know. So good for the happened. Firefox company for realizing that's great marketing. So Yeah, taking advantage of an opportunity. He's got to go. Uh, um, I saw the potential replacements. Uh, people like Vic Fangio, who's our defensive coordinator. That that may be something, but I don't know. I don't know. 
I saw Jim Harbaugh's name come up, which would be pretty cool. Yeah, I don't see. Uh, I've heard that uh, Fangio and Fox are not in the Bears' plans for the future. But you know who I absolutely the Bears should sign is the offensive coordinator from New Orleans. He's been there a while. Uh, let me look up his name real quick. But it, it just makes too much sense. You have Ryan Pace, um, who's trying from the New Orleans Saints, who's literally trying to rebuild the Saints' uh, offense with his Mitchell Trubisky, is Drew Brees, uh, Tariq Cohen is his Darren Sproles, and Shaheen is supposed to be his Jimmy Graham. So, um, you know, it, it just makes sense to go and get a guy who's been working with Drew Brees for all these years. Um, It'd be Pete cool. Carmichael. I would, if I... If I would want to hire somebody, I would want to hire an, an offensive mind, but you yes. need to get a, a defense coordinator who, like, exactly how the, how the Rams did it. The Rams got Sean, uh, Sean McVay, huge offensive mind, but then he went out and got Wade <laughs> Phillips. So he was like, Wade Phillips, you're you're the defensive coordinator, just take care of the defense, whip him into shape. That's yeah, the kind of yeah. guy that we need. Oh, yeah, if, if you get an offensive minded coach, you need someone, you know, someone power, you know, a veteran, basically, defensive a Wade, coordinator. Yeah, a Wade Phillips-esque coach. Yeah, someone who's been a defensive coordinator in the NFL before. You can't go hire someone's defensive backs coach to coach your defense, you know? But I, I think you should absolutely go offense because you you should be all in on Trubisky. Agreed. Uh, the like Bears off plan should 100% be to go get a free agent wide receiver. should be your number one target. Do you I'm know talking, if, if anyone if any of them are out there? Well, Sammy Watkins will probably be available. There's rumors of Jarvis Landry. Um, some people talk about Devontae Adams could you know slip from the Packers if anything crazy happens. Um, Allen Robinson is another one. Mm-hmm. There's actually a few good. Uh, they yeah, they those, could obviously still be signed, but those are some good names. I don't, right I don't mind any of those. I mean. Devontae Adams doesn't really move the needle for me. I don't trust anybody who is a Packer wide receiver because Rodgers just makes everyone that much better. See, yeah, but the funny thing about Adams is people are saying that, but he's been only better with Hundley. As soon as Hundley comes in, it's like what I've always said about Adams is that he's not that good. He's just really athletic, and, you know, he's he can jump really high. He's strong. He can go up and get it. He can use his body. He's kind of like a Des Bryant. Yeah, so he's here honestly the, probably as good as Des Bryant is right now, but he, he'll never be as good as Des Bryant was. But I think he's good. I just think uh, he's not a he's not a refined receiver, and I, that's what I think really good quarterbacks need is a refined receiver. But up and coming quarterbacks or young quarterbacks, they they can really use an athlete. You know. Yeah, there you know there are those. Um... The, the wide receivers that, that you just mentioned, some other names that I've seen on here, Terrell Pryor, Mike Wallace, Eric Decker. Uh, let's see here. What else we got? This is good stuff. Everyone, everyone's going to love this. Michael Floyd, Jordan Matthews. These are all such upgrades from what we have right now. Yeah, I could definitely. I mean, if Dante I was the Moncrief. Bears, first thing I'm doing is getting a number one receiver, so either Watkins, Robinson, maybe Devontae Adams. And then I'm even I might even be looking at a Terrell Pryor for cheap. Terrell Pryor you know? is probably not going to be that cheap. He's had an awful season, awful season. Yeah, I think he's, he's actually on. Uh, 
He's on. I think he has gonna be cheap. If he's if he well, I guess who knows? If he's cheap, obviously hell yeah, get him. But because he signed a one year contract with a prove it deal for Washington, and he finished with nothing. Let's check his receiving. Twenty catches for two hundred and forty yards and a touchdown. Not very good. I mean, so he's he's not going to get a lot of money, and I think the Bears could actually afford him. That'd be and cool. that would be fun. Just give, give me something, dude. I'm so just give me fucking this year sucks. It's Stop. so boring. Yeah, it's so embarrassing watching the Bears try to use Trey McBride and like Dontrell Inman was like everyone's so, big big trade, and they're like, hell yeah, we finally got one. Like, get out of here. Yeah, everyone was telling me like, oh yeah, no, he's better than what we got. He's, he is, uh, I but mean, I guess. That, that just proves how bad we are. <laughs> yeah, I mean, big. that's great. He's better than what you have, which is a bunch of undrafted free agents, you know. Like, next year, think about a an offense with, let's just say, Sammy Watkins, uh, then you have Cam Meredith, and, and then you White. draft someone in the in the second or third round. If let's Kevin say, White is your, is your three, and then you have a second or third rounder coming up, that's so much better than we have now. Oh yeah, I don't even think Kevin White would be. Kevin White it might not even make the team. I would they're, have. A, they're definitely gonna try and get him in there because they're gonna try and like suffice his pick. They still need to say like, well, this is why we drafted him. There has not see, been one single I don't single think coaches like will. I don't think they'll hold on to him if he's not worth it. At, at this point, nobody cares about what pick you've taken because he's, he's been in the league so long. You know. Well, it's it's the final it's the final year of his deal. I, there's really no point of cutting him. I guess so. Yeah, unless no they money. have unless they have better wide receivers on their team, which, which they I might not. There's a very good chance they do not. But what you know, they could draft one uh, or multiple. So I'm just saying, like the risk, like the uh, like good good qualities, bad. What word am I trying to think? <laughs> pros know. and cons. Jesus Christ. <laughs> pros and cons. Are, yeah, I get that, but I just don't see him being the third receiver. Uh, I think. Uh, you know, someone like Inman or something would end up, you know, being ahead of him still. Who the fuck knows? We suck. Yeah. We're 3-9. Yeah. Bears need to completely revamp their wide receivers. They should Lost sign three of them. Lost five straight. Bears suck. Might get top overall pick. Um, I also but, saw this year that there's a projection that the the first round might have six quarterbacks. So it's cool that the, um, we drafted one the year before that. So that's rad. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I don't love the quarterbacks so far as much as a lot of other people do. But, but just because but this is the I kind see of year them where you all can, struggle, this is the kind of year where you can trade down and still get a quarterback. Yeah. You know, if the Bears yeah. have like the third overall pick and somebody wants like one of these skill players coming up or like a safety or something, they can trade down to like nine or ten, get a future first rounder, future second rounder, and you're stacking picks, still get a quarterback. But, yeah, or or the someone trades up for the Bears to get their quarterback, and this year because the Bears don't need one, so they just trade down anyway. That's you know? that's what we should do, but well, who knows? Because there might be a game changing player that, in where you guys pick. It's not always when move to trade down. Everything everything that I've seen for early uh, mocks or there's pass pass rushers, which I'm totally okay with. Yeah, the Bears definitely need a pass rusher. They could also use like a. A corner because Prince of Mukamura isn't exactly Prince of Mukamura. Kyle Fuller sucks ass. Well, he's he's been okay this year. No, he's not. He's bad. I don't like him. Yeah, yeah. He's the kind of he's the kind of uh, 
corner that everyone talks about how many tackles he has, and that's not good when you're a covered corner. Exactly, exactly. So, um, we, we should, since this is live from the 815, you want to talk about the NFC Defensive Player of the Week? I sure do. Dean the Dream Lowry, 94 for <laughs> not for Jake's Green Bay Packers. Dean, uh, I, he had a touchdown. He had a fumble recovery. He had a sack, I want to say. Yeah, a 17-yard sack where he was completely unblocked. And his fumble recovery for a 63-yard touchdown, I want to say. Yep. Which is a long way to rumble for that big of a man. That was that was a lot of fun. Um, Jameis Winston, once again, likes to do the dumbest shit you'll ever see with the ball. Every time he's getting sacked, he tries to, like, flip it to a lineman or something. Yeah, I makes, have no idea what he was doing. Makes a lot of he ends up plays. flipping it right to Dean Tand, who runs it 63 yards to the house and then attempts, after running 60 yards, to do his Lambo leap. Ends up halfway in. It wasn't the best Lambo leap, but hey, it wasn't It's better than worst. what we can I've, do. I've seen so many worse Lambo leaps, especially a big man, and especially after running 60 yards. So, so snap, <clears> snaps to Dean. Dean. Snaps for Dean, my former study uh, hall seat partner. I so. saw him. Yeah, I saw him in the hallway once. He pointed at me uh, after he scored, I'm pretty sure. It was right at the camera. Hey, Dean, I tell everybody up here in uh, Wisconsin that me and you are best friends, by the way. I <laughs> <laughs> That's a lie. So we can move on from the NFL. Go to the NCAA playoffs. Wisconsin loses to Ohio State much closer than I expected. Hornybrook looked a lot better than it, he has was, all season. It was the exact you know problem that I saw coming, which was, man, is Wisconsin slower than Ohio State. So Three much long slower. plays. Three play. It was like a, I believe the three plays were a. Uh, there was one a screen pass on like third down that just broke all the way to the end zone. There was one where the quarterback literally threw it before the receiver made his break because he was getting blitzed. He threw it up and the receiver turned around and said, "Hey, I'm faster than this corner." Ran past him, caught the ball, ran all the way into the end zone. And the other one was just like a run up the middle where. It was just three long plays, and the rest, of the whole rest of the game, Wisconsin held Ohio State in check, and uh, yeah, besides those three plays and Horny Brooks' awful interception on the first drive, we drive down into the red zone. Horny Brooks throws an interception that the guy didn't look open even for one second, so I have no idea what he was doing. But yeah, it was a fun game, and uh, it ended up. You know, Wisconsin got knocked out, and Alabama gets in, just like everyone expected. So yep. Clemson, Georgia, Oklahoma, Alabama. Um, I would love to see I, – I love seeing Alabama lose. I'm glad they're in there so I can watch them lose. And I'd love to see Oklahoma beat Georgia so Baker Mayfield can put on a show. I love him. I love how cocky he is. He's a douchebag. <laughs> I think you – he's like the perfect college quarterback. You need, like, the cocky asshole that comes in. Grabs his crotch, points at Kansas football. Who the fuck cares about Kansas football? But <laughs> exactly, so yeah, they, he, has, he he seems to be easy to get into his head. But uh, I love him too. I love He's him. I want to. I want to see him put on a show. I want to see him win the Heisman. Team Me Baker too. Mayfield. Let's go. I want the Packers to draft Baker Mayfield in like the third round. So um, I think. Yeah, I'm excited. I want. I definitely want a. Um, 
Clemson, uh, Oklahoma uh, championship with Baker Mayfield winning the championship. Yeah, that was sweet. You I know. saw that, that Notre Dame still got a New Year's Day Bowl fully on their name. They have three <laughs> losses. The only reason they're there is because they're they're Notre Dame. Well, they're they're playing a three-loss LSU team, so I mean, both of those teams are just there off their names. Yep, correct. <laughs> um, Wisconsin got Miami, which I'm pretty excited about. Yeah, that know. should be fun. That's a, that's a fun matchup. Wisconsin can kind of prove that they are legit. You know, even though some people think they did versus Ohio State, but they if they would have just won that game, you could, it could have made Tim Tebow eat a dick because he was talking mad shit about the Badgers. But then it so, turned out uh, they lost. So, t- <laughs> all, so right. He, all right, he, Tim, we'll he, just right. ignore these at that. Yeah, yeah, shut up, Tim Tebow. But, uh, yeah, Wisconsin's got a good bowl. Notre Dame ended up with a good bowl. So... That's college football for you. College football, yeah, all right. So Bama gets blown out and go Baker. Go Baker. So that concludes, hang on, that concludes all of our sports talk. <clears throat> so <clears throat> we don't have a guest today, but for some reason today I was thinking, what could be a good MySpace Top 8 that me and Jake could go on? And I came up with, I was a drum roll with a pen. <laughs> um... Epic. Best TV show theme songs. So I don't know if I've ever said this on this podcast. TV theme songs were my shit growing up. I oh, yeah. would stand up on my bed and dance and sing. I'd go in the shower and I pretend like the thing that you turn the shower on was a microphone and I'd like perform. I was fucking electric when back then. <laughs> so this is this one got me excited. Um, Jake, I will let you go first. MySpace Top 8, best theme songs. Go. Alright, I'm going to go with my number one, because we haven't actually made our own number one, so, because we have no rules. Yeah, these gonna... these go in no order. We typically don't have any rules or structure. We might end up with like 15 songs on this list. Even though MySpace Top 8 definitely did have structure and it led to lots of uh, heartbreak and a lot of child fights. anxiety. A and lot of like not hanging out at recess and you got to go stand by yourself. and Yeah, and it's awkward because if you ever had a girl in there, if you, you know, long story. But we, don't, we avoid that public shaming by not putting them in a list. But uh, I want to start with The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Okay. That, was... that is literally just one of my favorite songs, period. You know, it was my first, I think it was my first ringtone I ever had. That makes and sense. And I recorded it from the TV. <laughs> like, I waited until 9 o'clock or whenever it started, and I hit the record button. And uh, If you, if you would... missed that, you had, to, you had to wait a whole day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I, fuck! Like, fuck, I guess I gotta get it tomorrow like night. four days to get, to get your ringtone. And, and then I finally had my scratchy version of the TV intro. Play loudly through my flip phone, so yeah, that's that, the that kind of the big payoff. That's the kind of ringtone where if somebody calls you, you let it play for like ten seconds. You oh, act yeah. like you don't hear okay. it, but you want everyone to hear your ringtone. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so another, that's mine. That's another great thing one. about that song, my, one of my favorite things in the world is a good Jake Owen concert. I've been to ten of them, oh. and he always brings in the Fresh Prince of Bel Air song. In like the middle of Barefoot Blue Jean night, and that's honestly the happiest you'll ever. See. Jake, you've seen me three or four times in that moment. That's the happiest. Yeah. You, like, and I know for a fact that you have seen it. That's the happiest oh, you yes. will ever see me. 
Absolutely, and uh, it, it is an iconic song for any country artist to cover, but when Jake Owen does it, it's, it's, oh, it's literally just when, pure bliss. When my wife walks down the aisle, I might have to have a Jake Owen recording of that song, the, <laughs> of, of the live Barefoot Blue Jean Night that goes into the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. But, so so that's, that's, that's a great choice. I had eight written down here. Um, <laughs> seven of them are kids' shows, and one was Fresh Prince. I knew you would say Fresh Prince, so I wasn't, I wasn't really uh, concerned with that. The rest, by the way, are all Nickelodeon and Disney Channel songs. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope you're, you know, a 27-year-old who lived through the early 2000s. So basically, we hope you're cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so here's the thing. I, I'm writing these down before the show. I listened to all, all eight of these before me and you got on. And mm-hmm. I don't know if I can separate these into... <laughs> Because usually we go four and four. I don't know if I can do it. We may have to have 15 songs on this list. <laughs> All right, let's hear them. Okay. My first one. choice for, I'm going to toss this hat in the ring, Proud Family. Oh, wow. Oh, are you saying wow because I'm white? You racist? Racist ass? <laughs> no, I was saying I, wow because I would not expect that to oh, be the first one you made. Proud Family is a banger. I'm, I, I want to say TLC sang it. You and um, me will always be tied. Oh, I fucking love that song. So that song gets me jazzed the fuck up. No, yeah, that was a good one for sure. I remember it was definitely one of the uh, most aggressive uh, theme songs. And the main part is, did the, did the song get you hyped to watch the show? Did it, did it get 10-year-old Colton standing on his bed or on the couch, grabbing the nearest water bottle, acting like he was singing it on stage? Because that, that was my... And then also some of these are kind of newer when I'm like 15. You know what? I, say, yeah, I still ten, did it. 10 seems like a stretch. My next <laughs> song, I would say, we, I was 10 and I would sing this at the top of my lungs every single day from the age of like 7 until about 7 p.m. tonight. And that's SpongeBob. I mean, I can't think of a, a more, uh, you know, anything I – any song I've sang more than the Spongebob theme song Jake, every single morning before I know school. for a fact that my next one is going to be more than Spongebob. Oh, wow. Well, I, I'm just telling you, I sang this one with my parents before school almost every day. So, <laughs> And then I graduated I high school kid. and that kind of went away. <laughs> yeah, and then I went to college and, I, and my parents weren't there when I sang it. So SpongeBob number three. The reason I'm saying that number four is more is because I've sang it with you hundreds of times. <laughs> okay, hit me. The Pokemon theme song. Oh yeah, no, I'm surprised it took. I'm surprised it took this long. All right, folks, listening at home, this list is gonna be 20 songs long because I, I <laughs> forgot about the Pokemon theme song until about a minute ago. I don't even have it written down. It's crazy. It's, it's the craziest <laughs> thing in the world. Oh, uh, yeah, no, that that is definitely. I think that should be the honorary number one. Honestly, if you over if you're friends. ever hanging out with drunk Colton, drunk Jake, and then our friend drunk Max, ninety nine percent chance you're gonna hear that song. Yeah, and, and it's such a good song for just belting, you know. You did me. It's so you. inspiring. So oh, yeah, yeah number four, so Pokemon. Uh, so Pokemon. Um, I'm my next one. I. I have a couple I want to name, but I don't want to steal the thunder from you because some of these are easily, are definitely your favorite. Trust me, Jake. I am stacked. I am locked and loaded. (laughs) (laughs) 
You know, I'm going to go with a, a subtle one and change it from the uh, change it from the cartoon or early 2000s show. One that gets me hyped today, still to this day, and it's not even like that great of a song, but uh, the Office opening. I okay. can't think of a of a show that I hear the opening and makes me smile quicker than The Office, just because I know I'm watching The Office. So. If you want to look up a cool video, look up the Creed actor, whose name is also Creed in real life. <laughs> yeah. And then he, he puts on a stand-up show where he sings. So he, he so his his shows are like, he does stand-up for 20 minutes and then he sings songs for 20 minutes. And he and he does a song where he he plays the guitar and then he has the whole crowd do the da-da... That, so it's like it's like thousands of people doing it, and then he like does, like he does like choruses and verses about the characters. It's super fucking cool. That is cool. So look uh, that shit I'll up. Definitely check that out. The Office number five, number six. See, this is, you know what? Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna type this as I'm saying it. This <laughs> show is why I knew I was so fucking ready for this uh, for this top eight. And that is because my, what is this, number six, I said? Yeah. American Dragon Jake Long. Wow. This wow. shit will fucking, hang on, there's an ad. God damn it. I'll, I've gotten this ad. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was one of my favorite uh, shows because, first of all, his name was Jake. And I remember this song being super dope. <laughs> it is a banger. It is, here we go. He's hot like a frozen sun. He's young and fast. He's the chosen one. Keep on a bracket. Let's fucking go. He's a He's gonna stop the enemies with the dragon power. Dragon tail, burning dragon fire. A real life wire. Alright, I'm gonna skip to the end here. Oh, let's skip too far. Alright, this end gets me jacked. This is him, this is him rapping. You ready? You heard? Let's fucking go, Jake. Also, look how hot. Oh my god. Look I how hot put... his, his love interest was. Oh, I remember that. She Honestly, like... I think she's she's like she's probably the reason that my my type is my is like what my type is. That's exactly my type <laughs> in real life. Yeah, people forget about how good American Dragon Jake Long was. I mean, that show was amazing. And he my turned heart, into a dragon. My heart is racing right now because of that song. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, so that's that's number six, American Dragon Jake Long. Uh, number seven, I'm going to go back to the, two, you know, stick with the early 2000s. And uh, classic one with Drake and Josh. Okay, yeah, that's, Drake Bell that's number one on, on my list right here. Number one. Well, I was going to... I left it because I knew you were going to say it, and that's why I brought out mine. Okay, well, if you don't name the next one, I have another one. But yeah, Drake and Josh, I mean, Drake Bell is one of the greatest. He's right up there with Justin Timberlake as the greatest performers <laughs> of all time, obviously. People so, forget uh, that, that Drake Bell is the reason that um, Vanessa Hudgens' nudes are out. <laughs> is he really? Yeah, she sent them to him. And then and then and then one of uh, Drake Bell's friends put it on the internet. I was so pumped back then. I'm still. Oh I'm yeah, still that, that was now. the greatest. It was the uh, that might have been the first like full nude celebrity photo I ever saw. And last because I respect women. <laughs> exactly because yeah, as soon as I anytime I find out a celebrity's nudes are are on the line, first thing I do not look it up. That's for sure. 
because I, you know, respect their privacy. Exactly. All right, so I have – that was seven? Yes, that was Drake oh, and Josh. We're going seven. way over. We're going way over eight people. <laughs> so I have four more written. I, I just crossed one out because it's honestly it's, – it's a banger, but it's not as good as everything else. Okay. So honorable okay. mention, this might be yours, Hannah Montana. Ah, uh, it's not. It's not, not, but that that was a really good one. It's a good one, but it's that's it. We'll just we'll just move on from there. Yeah. What are your other honorable mentions? See, here's the thing. I don't know what to make our official eighth. Yeah, because yeah, let's let's make it down. Because you know what, I think it should be what I was gonna name. Okay, if you if you and, say one that's in my that's in my three. Go ahead. I mean, go. I I assume it's in your three. I would go Phineas and Ferb. Okay. Okay. That's there. We go. Here's my three. Yeah. Sweet life. Phineas and Ferb, Zoe 101. See, I was thinking Zoe 101 or, or Phineas and Ferb, because, man, Zoe 101 was a banger, too. She was so hot. Uh, Honestly, but, I but think... we jammed to Phineas and Ferb hard. Well, Phineas and, and Ferb we, is, we is Bowling for young. Soup, and Bowling for Soup is the only reason that Phineas and Ferb is going to crack this top eight. Yes, absolutely. Put them in there. Because my exact type in women are short, cute, blonde girls, and I think the combination of American Dragon Jake Long's short, cute, blonde cartoon... And then Zoe 101 combined the two kick-ass theme yeah. songs, which currently now is my type in real life. So, <laughs> I so, mean, I yeah, Zoe 101. Uh, what's her face was uh, Zoe? What, what's her name? Uh, Jamie Lynn Spears was like the love of my life growing up. There is what, no okay. Also, there is there's no way that the girls wouldn't be all over Chase at PCA. That's a fuck. That's so dumb. Chase is a douche. But he's like the only guy that's like goes for girls. The rest are awkward as shit. If you're telling me <laughs> yeah, all these attractive ass true. California kids are going to a school with no adults and they just drive around on scooters and they have like I, there's never any adult supervision. Chase is yeah, raking. It would be a, it would be no, a no, no, sex, no. Sorry, I'm not sexcapade. Not Chase. Logan. Logan. Yeah, I thought, I thought you meant Logan. Yeah, Chase is a wimp. Chase is a weenie, and he's getting nothing. Even though I'm pretty sure Chase was like way they tried to make him look cool but he was like super skinny and wore if you, like if you are listening to this right now pause this podcast go on youtube and look up the zoe 101 theme there is a point where chase throws a football and you just want to stuff him in a locker it's the most unathletic thing you'll ever see in your life <laughs> that was probably the point you know that was his character but i mean oh no, wait. but they're like trying it's to make him look Logan like oh hit. this is just dudes being dudes throwing football like chase think- you're you're a weenie that's hilarious. I think uh, Matthew Underwood, aka Logan, may have been arrested. Yeah, yeah, he's he's been uh, dealing with drugs. There's been a lot of a uh, lot of those characters that are doing that. <laughs> but so yeah, well, hey, but hold on, listen to this story. Matthew Underwood saves baby from crash after parents pass out from drug use. After he crashes into baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think- so. Zoe 101, not in, in the official top eight. Phoenix and Ferb is Bowling for Soup, officially made it. The other honorable mention that, that we said is The Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. That song kicks ass. It does. It does. But I, I just don't think it belongs in our top eight. I, I don't know. Hang on. Here we go. Sweet Life of Zach and Cody theme. This is going to this is gonna get some people on their feet. If you're driving and, and, and you listen to this, pull over. Roll the window yeah, down. We don't want you standing up Start and fucking crashing. jamming. Because here it comes. Oh. 
Imagine like like thirteen year old Colton just standing up on his uh couch just fucking wailing that song. Hold, hold. Yeah, I, I maybe I don't just watch the intros anymore, but have intros just die off? Yeah, man, also we're adults and a, and they don't really land with us as well, but every every show had a banger going just oh, to start. They all off. did. And like we haven't even brought up like that's so Raven. That was I know. Oh man. So Like every, every single show that was on like had a really good catchy intro, so they all did. But that is the official MySpace top eight. <laughs> all right, well, Jake, that I mean, that's everything that we have for our the plan. What do you got? Have you have you gotten farther in Thrones? No, nah, not far enough to to really uh, talk about. I haven't finished six yet. Honestly, we might just have to hold off from all that talk and just have a strict Game of Thrones talk. Like yeah, a, whole, we, a whole episode. Yeah, probably eh, it would probably be like the biggest section. Probably quick with the sports, right into Thrones. I'm you know? saying, I'm saying we just do a full on Thrones episode. You know what? This is this is behind the curtain stuff, folks. We'll, we'll yeah, talk about you this don't need to hear this. But I guess that's that's everything we got. Let, Jake, final thought. Go. Final thoughts. Um, well, the I think the Browns could possibly get their first win uh, this week back to football, and if they don't, I would almost guarantee that the Browns win a game this year, and when they do, it will be against the Packers or the Bears. Yeah. <laughs> One of the two of them are going to lose to the Browns, so let's look forward to that. It's not looking good. <laughs> Shit. Well, Anything from you, last thoughts? My final, final thoughts? thoughts? Nothing. We have... We have a big interview coming up in Huge. two in two weeks. It's, um, it's you know what? We'll officially say it. It is a MLB Hall of Famer. Yeah. Somehow, somehow we got it. It's it's not even. We've been joking about getting like Obama on here and shit. This one this one's real. We have a real Major League Baseball Hall of Famer scheduled. Yeah. It's, yeah. So he should it's be coming. It's gonna be on. a huge show. Yeah. Tell everyone you know. Everyone. All of them. So that's it from me, from Jake. Um, make sure you buckle up. Pay your buckle taxes. Buckle up, buckaroo. And we'll catch you next week. Thanks for joining. Oh, you know what? Let's do this. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Don't forget to go to backupquarterback.org. We, Jake, I don't know if you saw this. We have mm-hmm. like five new guys writing blogs on there now. All right. We have, um, I'm making more YouTube videos. I have a buddy of mine who's very into um, helping me with these videos. So we're going to start cranking out a video at least once a week, up to three times a week. We're going, so that's on YouTube. We're, follow us uh, at Twitter, at backup, at backup QB underscore blog. Go to our Facebook, give us a like, subscribe, rate, and review again. Give us just views and money and all that stuff. Smash that like button. Smash it. Smash the subscribe, download, rate, review. I don't think we have a, a rating yet, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> it's hard. I mean, I don't blame it's people. Tough. It's not it's easy to rate tough. a podcast. They make you jump through some hoops. 
Um, big shout out to our to our guy Cam Connor from two weeks ago. His podcast is like twenty fifth overall in sports right now. That's awesome. He's he's blowing up. So I I don't want to purely give us the credit, but we get like ninety nine percent. So <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Dude. Cam Connors, go to go to View from the Penalty Box podcast. Go to Comedy Sports podcast or Dirty Sports podcast. Go to I can't remember the other guys that were on the show. <laughs> so that's it. Have have a good week, everyone. Go with Christ. We'll see you next time. Let's walk with Christ. I want to be the very best Like no one ever was To catch them is my real test To train them is my cause